Hi guys, welcome back to my broadcast. Today um, we are going to be reading Genesis 21 and Genesis 22. Um, my broadcast is called Keep on Spreading the Word, the Love, the Faith. Um, that's my broadcast and that's my... If you want to listen to it, you could. Um, today we are going to be doing a worship song and the worship song is... So I Will, and then um, A Billion Galaxies by Tori Kelly. This is one of my favorite songs from her, so I do love this song from Tori Kelly. It's just so simple. She has an awesome voice. So um, that's how it's... um, So we're going to do a worship song. That's the worship song we're doing. And then I'm going to ask Jesus to come in. Pray for us before we read our Bible, and after we read, um, I'll pick something out that is interesting or that stood out to me. So that's how it's going to be. I really appreciate you guys coming out here on live and watching. I thank you for that. So let's uh, let's worship first and have the Holy Spirit come in, and then let's um, just sing and ask Jesus to come into our life right now. So here we go. Uh, this is by Toy Kelly, and so I will. And she's covering it. So here we go. This is the song I want, but... Oh, here it goes. Okay, here it goes. Out of creation, there the stars for the beginning of time. Look out through the darkness, flesh out the wonders of light. And as you speak, one hundred billion galaxies are born. And the faithful of your breath, the planets form. Amen. Stars are made to worship, so am I. I can see your heart in everything you made. Every is young, a signal for fire of grace. If creation sings your praises, so will I. Don't 
as you speak A hundred billion gestures catch your breaths Falling in pursuit of what you said I can see your heart in everything you say. Every painted sky, canvas of your grace. If creation still obeys you, so will I. Such a powerful song.
So before I do, before I pray real quick, um, there's one statement that I want to go over here. Okay, so this is it. Every precious one, a child you die to say, if you gave your life to love them, so will I. That statement in this song right here is so beautifully written. Not only did Jesus die for us to be saved by the cross, right? But also, it's talking about the most greatest thing he taught, which is to love everybody. And that's what we need to do. And of his grace and his love that he has for us, that's why he went, that's why Jesus went to the cross. He went to the cross for our love, to get our love, to, to have us feel the Holy Spirit in a different way. And somewhere we, we need to feel, that's the beauty of having the Holy Spirit, is that it's not where we live, it's not where we are in the world, it's in us. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that's the most powerful thing you could have, is have Him. And it's truthful, his love and his grace will come and will defeat that sin. And that's what we need to learn how to do. Love one another like everybody else, like you want to be treated. And first thing is love Jesus Christ first. So I pray that that helps you guys today. Um, let me pray and then uh, we'll read Genesis chapter 21 and chapter 2. So... Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, I pray that we should have a good day and a blessed day today, Lord. pray that anyone seeing this live, anybody watching or hearing this on the broadcast, Lord, let them have a blessed day. Let them be filled with the Holy Spirit as I read Genesis 21 and Genesis 22. Let them feel your love and just how beautiful the Holy Spirit could be in somebody's life. Let them feel that today. Let them know that you would want to love them so much. And all it just takes is just accepting you as your Lord and Savior. So I pray that anybody watching, just pour blessing on them. Pour the heat that you love, that they desire that more. Pray that you help me as I read Genesis 21 and 22. Whatever you want me to stand out to you, Lord, let it stand out. Let it stand out and let me preach the way you want me to preach. The way you want people, what they want to hear. Let it come through me. Not my will, but your will be done. And you allow this to get shared. Not just through me, but through you working through me, Lord. Through the Holy Spirit. So I pray that we have a good day, blessed day. And let us move on through this, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So here we go, we're reading uh, Genesis 21. Here we go, you guys. Chapter 21. Now the Lord was gracious to Sarah, as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age, at the very time God had promised him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to the son Sarah bore him. 
when his son Isaac was eight days old. Abraham circumcised him as God commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, God has brought me laughter, and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. And she added, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. The child grew and was weaned, and on the day Isaac was weaned, Abraham held a great feast. But Sarah saw that the son whom Hagar, the Egyptian, had borne to Abraham was mocking. And she said to Abraham, Get rid of that slave woman and her son, for that slave woman's son will never share in the inheritance with my son Isaac. The matter distressed Abraham greatly because it concerned his son. But God said to him, do not be so distressed about the boy and your maidservant. Listen to whatever Sarah tells you, because it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. I will make the son of the maidservant into a nation also, because he is your offspring. Early the next morning, Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He set them on her shoulders and then sent her off with the boy. She went on her way and wandered in the desert of Beersheba. When the water in the skin was gone, she put the boy under one of the bushes. Then she went off and sat down nearby, about a bowshot away, for she thought, I cannot watch the boy die. And as she sat there nearby, she began to sob. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. God was with the boy as he grew up. He lived in the desert and became an archer. While he was living in the desert of Paran, his mother got a wife for him from Egypt. At that time, Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his forces, said to Abraham, God is with you in everything you do. Now swear to me here before God, that you will not deal falsely with me or my children or my descendants. Show to me and the country where you are living as an alien the same kindness I have shown to you. Abraham said, I swear it. Then Abraham complained to Abimelech about a well of water that Abimelech's servants had seized. But Abimelech said, I don't know who has done this. You did not tell me, and I heard about it only today. So Abraham brought sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech. And the two men made a treaty. 
Abraham set apart seven ewe lambs from the flock. And Abimelech asked Abraham, What is the meaning of these seven ewe lambs you have set apart by themselves? He replied, Accept these seven lambs from my hand as a witness that I dug this well. So that place was called Beersheba because the two men swore an oath there. After the treaty had been made at Beersheba, Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his forces, returned to the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba, and there he called upon the name of the Lord, the Eternal God. And Abraham stayed in the land of the Philistines for a long time. Chapter 22 some time later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham. Here I am, he replied. Then God said, Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and saddled his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, Stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship, and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father Abraham, Father? Yes, my son? Abraham replied. The fire and wood are here, Isaac said. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar, on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God, because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up, and there in a thicket, he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. And to this day it is said, on the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, 
that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed, because you have obeyed me. Then Abraham returned to his servants, and they set off together for Beersheba. And Abraham stayed in Beersheba. Sometime later, Abraham was told, Milcah is also a mother. She has borne sons to your brother Nahor, Uz the firstborn, Buzz his brother, Kemuel the father Aram, Kesid, Hazo, Pildash, Jidlaf, and Bethuel. Bethuel became the father of Rebekah. Milcah bore these eight sons to Abraham's brother Nahor. His concubine, whose name was Rumah, also had sons, Teba, Geham, Tehash, and Maacah. Okay, so that was chapter um, 21 and chapter 22. And what I find interesting, hold on. What I find interesting in chapter 21 is... Oh, let's see, it wasn't Abraham where, uh, oh, when he sent his child away. Okay, so think about this. You have your, your son Isaac, right? And then you have Hagar, and, which is, came from the Egyptian, the Egyptian son, right? And the Egyptian son also got blessed. And even though they were living in the desert, in the wilderness, they also had the blessing of the Lord to be, not only being there with him, but also he became a man. He became, he found a what his, his mother found him a wife in Egypt and got married and blessed him as well because he was still part of Abraham's, right? Abraham's son. But Isaac was special because Isaac was going to carry on the inheritance of what Abraham had, right? And then in 22, this is the testing that here goes Abraham. He's going to go sacrifice his son, right, on the, on the burnt offering. And Abraham's willing to do it, only knowing that it's only his, he only has one son, and he's, about it. He's, he's 100 years old. And he still goes sacrifices. His son Abraham. And then. When they saw that. There was a ram in the thicket. So when it says that there was a ram in the thicket. Caught by its horns. Think about how beautiful that must have been. When Abraham's right there with the knife. And the angel says, no, don't sacrifice your son. And then all of a sudden they look. And there goes a goat. I mean, there goes a goat or a ram. 
a lamb caught by its horns. And think about how cool and how awesome that is. And that's the test of Abraham of what he did. He was going to sacrifice his son because his son was blessed by God to have a kid at that old of age. And Abraham loved God so much that he was willing to get rid of his son for it. Right? And then this is what God promised him, right? Is that you be blessed. You know, it says right here, verse 17, chapter 22, verse 17. I will surely bless you and make your descendants and numbers numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies. And through your offspring, all nations on the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Think about how awesome and how cool that is to be blessed in that kind of way. To know that your descendants, right, which is still going on today, that descendants of Abraham and surrounding stars in the sky, we can't even count them. And they're going to be numerous as stars in the sky. And counting the sands of the seashore, we can't even do that. And that's how numerous his generation is going to be. And so it's kind of cool to know that, to think that that's still going on today. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the power of accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Is that you could trust in him. Just like Abraham trusts in the Lord. We could we have that ultimate trust. That Jesus, you know, in the New Testament. That Jesus came down on this earth. And we have, a, we have an ultimate trust. That he is going to be coming. The second coming of Christ is coming. And it's coming soon. And so this is our trust that we get to have. Just like Abraham trusted the Lord. And Abraham and the Lord said, I will provide for you, right? And your nations will be numerous, right? Those nations are numerous are still happening today. And that's the cool thing of, of knowing this. Is that we don't know how many people are descendants of Abraham. Who knows? I might be a descendant of Abraham. No one really knows besides the Lord, right? No one really knows how numerous that really is. And that huge number is still going on today. So we get to have that promise that that's same with Jesus when he said that he will return to gather his followers, his born and believers, that he will be coming in the second coming of Christ. And that's a promise to us. And he's not going to break that promise. He's coming back. So I pray that this helps you guys today. Realize what's understanding what's going on in chapter 21 and chapter 22 of Genesis. Pray that you guys have a good day. Blessed day. Love you guys and God bless.